What Chris is going to talk about today is the power of the subconscious and the ability to heal, the ability to identify the root of illness, sickness, emotional, spiritual. But but Chris and I have also looked at doing using the power of the subconscious to test prosperity, business pricing, direction of my business. It's absolutely incredible. So Chris is um, a certified practitioner in the emotion code, the body code. The emotion code's a great book by Dr. Bradley Nelson. The body code's about to come out. And he's also the, the, the pioneer of the subconscious healing method. Chris, without further ado, thank you for joining us. And I'd love to turn it over to you. All right. Well, thank you for the lovely introduction there, Kurt. It's a pleasure to work with uh, gentlemen because uh, most of my clientele is probably 80% female. Men often have trouble dealing with the idea of energy. You know, men obviously are trained to, to look more at the physical world and their physical body and so on and not necessarily make the connection to uh, the emotional body, but it's a it's coming, you know, more men are waking up to this. And um, I'm, I've worked with uh, several of the gentlemen on today, as well as yourself, of course. And uh, the the work, it's really exciting. But I'll, I'll first tell a bit of my story. I um, My background is actually gardening. I was a gardener for 35 years until I started to have back problems. And I realized in my 50s that I was probably going to have to <laughs> look for something else to do. And around that time, I was introduced to the emotion code very serendipitously. And, and I had also been asking for a way. I, I had asked God to help me find a, a new way to, to serve people. And literally two days after I made that request, I was introduced to somebody who was training in the emotion code and was, was looking for volunteers. I volunteered for a session with her and I was amazed at, at what came up and how good I felt after. I said, whoa, this is very interesting. So that was uh, 2010, so that's 12 years ago. And I learned the emotion code. I said, oh man, I gotta learn this. and. Eventually, within three, three years, I was completely earning my living doing emotion code and body code. So that's how, you know, it affected me. And I just, I've been running with it ever since. It's still my main thing. A lot of practitioners, you'll find that they have like 10 modalities. No, I'm, I'm happy with emotion code and body code. And this new one about the subconscious healing, which is, I don't think I'll get into it too much today, but because I have a lot of other things I want to talk about, because I, I want to sort of go back to um, a lot of the connections that I've made in my life, which one leads to another and one builds on another. So uh, obviously we're all interested in prosper prosperity. We're all interested in abundance, right? Uh, some of us are, are building our own businesses or, you know, uh, even if we're working for somebody else, it's still a good thing to um, to to study prosperity and how do you how do you make it happen, right? So years ago, I was reading things like Think and Grow Rich, 
Napoleon Hill. Great book, right? Didn't work though. You know, the affirmations and stuff like that, you know, and and I had a coach and the coach said, well, just keep saying the affirmation. Just keep at it, you know, keep at it and, you know, it'll work. Well, it didn't work. And I was getting frustrated. Then I got introduced to the Millionaire Mind Seminars with Harv Ecker. You know, a real great rah-rah weekend, whole weekend experience. You come out of there, you're, oh, I'm going to take on the world now, you know. And again, that fell flat. So why weren't these things working for me? The emotion code showed me that I had blocked energy and limiting beliefs that were completely like this. I'm coming with my affirmations and they're not going anywhere. They're hitting this wall of, of resistance within me. So I could have said an affirmation a million times. It wouldn't have gotten through the wall. So the, the issue is let's look at the wall. Let's look at the resistance. Let's look at the, in, we have to look inside. You know, some people have trouble with that, but the, the only way is to look inside honestly and say, hey, I'm holding on to stuff that is toxic here. And there is actually a very easy way to release it. It's, it's all, all it takes is the willingness to look at it honestly and say, yeah, yeah, okay, I can see why I believe that. You know, I was, I was trained that I wasn't worth much as a kid or whatever it is. You know, the, the old, old beliefs that were dumped on me. And I could play the victim and say, well, nobody ever encouraged me. But I'm responsible now. If I'm still holding that belief, I'm, I'm responsible now. doesn't matter how it got there. My job now is to get rid of it. Same thing with blocked energy. The emotion code deals with this little chart here. And you've probably seen this chart around. It's, it's totally available, the emotion code chart, 60 trapped emotions. And basically, they are the, the gamut or the palette of emotions that any person can have in their field. There's no shame about that. We all have them. Question is, are we harboring them or are we open to releasing them? Comes down to that. Are you ready? Are you ready to face them and release them? Because when they're released, they're no longer a problem. And it's not painful to release this stuff. Right, Kurt? It's just simply a matter of intention, right? It's it, it's so quick and it and it and when I started doing it for myself, it took a little time because there was some resistance and some walls that were built. But now it's amazing and, and I physically feel the change happening as it happens, which which is just a um light years different from when I first started doing it. Or but when we first worked together, I was like, what? I, there's no pain here. There's no, I'm not sitting and talking about my problems ad nauseum. In many cases, you don't even want to hear the background of it, right? <laughs> right, right. I, I'd rather not hear the background. Exactly. I was working with my massage therapist a while ago and, uh, you know, we found this knot in my shoulder, right? She said, oh, you got a big knot there. I said, I wonder if there's a trapped emotion there. So I'm lying on the table and I've got my, my emotion code chart here. And I, oh, there's a trapped emotion. And I said what it was. I'm releasing, and I just said out loud, I'm releasing the trapped emotion. And what did she say? It's melting. She said it's melting. The, the knot was melting before her eyes. She said, wow, this is incredible. So the energy, and this leads us to the, the principle. I'm going to say principle and not theory. That energy is underlying the physical. 
we have a physical body or, or material body, but we're also energetic beings. So we don't see the energy. But if you put a magnet on the table, the old school test, and you put iron filings on a piece of paper above the magnet, the, the filings are going to all line up, right? They're going to line up according to the field that the magnet is, is giving off. So that magnetism is not visible, but you do see an effect with the iron filings. So that's an example of magnetism or energy that we don't see. Electricity, obviously, is another one. We don't see electricity, but we sure know it works because we've been able to harness it. Well, our body is also a generator of, of energy. And you may not see it, but sometimes you can feel, even the densest person sometimes can feel energy, like bad energy or, you know, like really, a really, oh my God, I felt that from that person. So it's there. And it underlies, it underlies the, the physical reality. An example of that is, I'll, I'll give a theoretical example here. Somebody who's got a lot of anger. Anger is an issue that affects the liver, the physical liver in the body. The liver is where anger st is stored. For some reason, the vibration of the liver will store anger. So if you have a lot of anger, it's probably affecting your liver. And if that has been there for a long, long time, the liver will get sick. It may not be immediately. It may take 10, 20 years, but there could be liver disease as a result of that anger that's been allowed to stay there. There is always a consequence of, of negative energy. We'll talk about positive energy later, but negative energy, I feel it's a, a great responsibility and a service to clear our own energy body of limiting beliefs and of negative energies. And the, the body code will show us what is there. So as a, a trained body code practitioner, I tune into the subconscious mind of the client. The client, the subconscious mind is going, oh boy, we're gonna, we're gonna actually get into this stuff that has been sitting there for so long, stagnant, and we're gonna get some real action here. So the subconscious is going, all right, let's go. So we've got this, and it's going to tell me we've got this here. Oh, trapped emotion of anger. Okay, we're releasing that from the liver, let's say. And we've got a trapped emotion of depression from age 15 when something went really bad, bad in your life. And we're releasing all this old stuff without remembering the – we don't have to remember the details. But if you want to know the age, we can go back and dial back and find out what age this – be, began this problem began but we clear it and we clear it and it's gone and the subconscious is going man what a great house cleaning we did you know this is awesome i'll be able to do my job of healing the body better because that's the subconscious's job is to heal the body and maintain the body so these things are obstacles to the subconscious doing a great job so back to my problem with the affirmations not working. I had the impression, I'm not saying that this was the teaching, but I had the impression that money was something I could go out and manifest. I could 
make money the goal, and I could go out and I could manifest it by these affirmations. I don't believe that now. I don't believe that money is a cause. I believe money is an effect. So cause and effect, very, very big difference here. In the energy field, we say that the energy, the blocked energy is the cause of, let's say, the illness. The illness is the effect. So you go to the doctor and they, oh, you've got a tumor. We're going to cut out the tumor. They cut out the effect, but they don't get to the cause, do they? So what happens with many diseases? They recur because the, effect, the, the cause was not treated. So with my work, we get to the cause. So if money's in effect, what is the cause of money? How do we cause money to come to us or abundance to come to us? Let's, let's use the word abundance. How do we cause it? And the answer is by being of service, offering a service to others. So you have a, you can do web design, let's say. You're really good at it. Now you've got something to offer, right? So you have a service. You have a viable service that, and if you're good at it, people will gladly pay you for, your, for that service, okay? So what you find out what, you're, what you have to offer. What is your gift? And the clue here is what did you, what turned you on when you were a child? What, what was your interest? You know, were you, did you want to be a cowboy or did you want to be a fireman or something like that? But in that interest that you had as a child is the key to, to your, your pathway. The child knows what he's here for. The adult often does, has no clue. But the, the child knows that, you know, firemen, oh, well, you're going to save people. You're going to save people from disaster. You know, that's a very a beautiful intention, right? Now, that may not be actually a fireman, but there's lots of ways that you can be in a helping profession, for example. So the question is, what do I have to offer? That's, that's what I ask everybody who's starting a business, or even if they're in corporate, in a, in a corporation job. You know, what, how can you be of service in your job? You know, you could be at a... You know, at a cash register, you know, operating a cash, and you could lighten up everybody's day as as you as you do this little transaction with them. You know, be be pleasant, have have a chat, and you can really elevate people in that kind of a job. It's just about anything is possible. Any ethical, any ethical employment can be used that way. <laughs> We're not going to talk about pen rooms or uh, boiler rooms or that kind of thing, because that I don't believe is, is, is viable. But, but anything that's honest can be elevated and you can have a great impact and be of service. And therefore, that will bring you success, personal success, and often it will bring you abundance too. You know, that, that great uh, cashier could become the, the, the supervisor of the cashiers. And train them all how to how to be how to smile and how to talk to people and and really you know do very well. One of the points we we made about releasing the 
the negative energy and the limiting beliefs is the word release. This is not something that is taught in school. It is rarely taught even in the family setting. Kid wants to cry. No, no, you can't. You're a boy. You don't cry. Suck it up. Go to your room. Suck it up. I don't want to see you cry. So what's happening? All that energy is going inside. He's going to stuff it. You think that's healthy? No way. Because we, we're afraid to release. We're trained to acquire. You come back from a trip and your kid says, what do you bring me? What do you bring me? I want it. I want it. I want it. You know, like it's, we're trained. Oh, that's a good, that's a good feeling. I got something here. But if it talk, we talk about giving up. No, 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 no. I'm not giving that up. I've literally had somebody tell me, Chris, you talk about these negative emotions. That's so judgmental. I love all my emotions. I love them. I, I want to keep them. Good, bad, I don't care. I, they're mine. I've literally heard that. Ugh. <laughs> you know, sorry. <laughs> I don't think we're going to work together. <laughs> There's, you know, that's that's out there. You know, that thinking is out there. So release. Big, big, big word for me. Now here's some here's a new concept for you. Maybe it's new. Aligning with the light, and I'll, I'll capitalize the L there. Aligning with the light. What what are we talking about here? Light. Okay. This is something from the higher dimension. Some people will call it God. Some people will call it the universe. Some people will call it source. I don't care what name you put on it. I don't care if you have a religion or don't have a religion or don't believe in God or are agnostic. I don't care. But if you, you can accept the idea of light, we're going to work together amazingly well. Because energy is the same as light. Light is energy. And if we accept that we're energetic beings, then we're also light beings too. We have a physical body, yes. But you know when, when, you, when you say somebody glows? You ever seen somebody that glows? This woman, she just, had, she just got proposed marriage to, and she's, you know, she's on the cloud, right? But, but there's a glow to that, right? So we see it sometimes. We can literally see it in a person. Aligning with the light is one of the things that I do, and it's one of the priorities now in my work. It's actually the first thing, if you work with me, that's the first thing now that we're going to check, is what is your light alignment? How connected are you to the light? Now, I'm going to shift into and use the G word here. I hope I don't offend anybody, but if I do, I'm sorry. It is my belief that there is a creator. And we are here out of love. We are created out of love. The love of the creator for the creator is reflected in the love of a parent for their child. And you guys who are, are fathers, you know what I'm talking about. There's, is there anything greater than that? Well, a creator, the, the creator, regards creation the same way. 
I want the best for them. But they have free will. We were given free will, right? So we're not automatons all marching to the same drummer, you know, all doing, all, uh, you know, believing the same things. We have the right to believe or not believe. We have the right to make mistakes. That's what free will is about. God loves us so much that we have free will. And we have the will to go on the wrong path even. And, and we do. If we can correct that and we realign with the light, though, we are open. We become open to God's gifts. And God's gifts are abundance, healing, beautiful relationships, creativity, you name it. All the good stuff comes from the light. I don't know of anything good that comes from the darkness. Darkness being the absence of the light. I just see people that are into addiction, into depression, into all kinds of messes because they're totally disconnected from the light. And let me say again that Religion and spirituality are not necessarily the same things at all. Okay, so I'm, I'm in no way judgmental of anybody who, anybody who sincerely follows their religion. Fantastic. Great for you. And somebody who follows a spiritual path without religion, that's great too. So I can work with anybody. Believe me. And one other, well, two other points. After we work on light alignment, and of course, how do we get to light alignment? We clear the energies from your field that are blocking your light alignment. It's very simple. Secondarily, will to live energy. This is also called life force, chi. It's the vitality of the, of the person. What is, what is the, your will to live? And the, the converse of that is will to die energy. So when you see the guy driving at midnight at 100 miles an hour drunk, guess what kind of energy he's got? He's probably not going to be around for long, going living like that. But will to live says, I don't think it's a good idea to go out driving for a joyride at midnight and drinking. I think I'll stay home and, you know, be safe. And beyond will to live, there's something called will to thrive. This is a good friend of mine came up with this one in the last month. This is brand new, hot off the press. Will to thrive energy. That's even a higher level than will to live. Anybody ever come up to you and say, I want to help you thrive? <laughs> if you have, you're very lucky. Because uh, I, I never had anybody say that. But we're doing it now. We're actually doing it. We're actually helping people thrive. And so this is the first part of, I, I just want to say one more thing in, in closing my presentation here. I want to leave you with my favorite affirmation. And I say this every day, just once or twice. This is the best day of my life. And if something goes wrong, 
I just come back. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is the best thing in my life. That's that's not gonna that's not gonna bug me. That's not gonna take this away from me because this is the best day of my life. Chris, I want to thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for for being with us, and thanks for everything you do. It's my pleasure, Kurt.